The following is a presentation of IMG, America's home for college sports. This is Mountaineer Talk. All right, let's get into our Twitter questions with the hashtag Mountaineer Talk. You've seen firsthand the strength top to bottom of this league. There are no gimmies in this conference. Anybody can beat anybody in this league, and you have to show up. And if you don't show up and play, then you will get beat. Live from Cafe Portofino, this is Mountaineer Talk. Your chance to hear from head Mountaineer Scott Satterfield is brought to you by Badcock Furniture. Find your style at Badcock and by Pepsi. Grab a Pepsi and some friends and get in the game. Pepsi, official soft drink of your App State Mountaineers. Now, here's your host, the voice of the Mountaineers, Adam Witten. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Mountaineer Talk on a Tuesday night here at Cafe Portofino. App State getting back to business on Saturday with a win over Coastal Carolina and now getting set to play their final road game of the 2018 regular season this Saturday against Texas State. I'm Adam Witten. Head coach Scott Satterfield will join us here in just a second. Coming up at the bottom of the hour, our player guest will be linebacker Jordan Fair and quarterback Jacob Huseman, who is now 1-0 as a starter in App State history. Not too many quarterbacks can say that, can they? No. That's, that's, they're probably – well, I can't remember the last one that did it. I'm mean, sure you know. Who was, was Jamal? Was it Jamal, maybe? I, I think I Jamal know. was the one, yeah. In 2011, The, the communication staff went through and they found yeah. out who it was. Yeah. And I think it was Jamal. Um, if you're listening to us, unfortunately, you cannot submit questions to the show tonight because this is being replayed on a Wednesday night. We're taping it on a Tuesday here at Portofino. We are having a live Facebook live stream. So those of you watching us on Facebook Live, you can send in your questions and comments and we'll get to those throughout the show. But App State men's basketball is playing tonight, and so that's the live radio coverage along the Appalachian IMG Sports Network. And you're listening to us on a Wednesday night if you're hearing us on our network of stations or our streaming options. All right, so let's get down to business here as your team got back to business on Saturday. What were your takeaways after dissecting the Coastal Carolina game? Well, you know, it was a good win. That's, that's number one. I get back on track and uh, in the winning, col- winning column. And, um, you know, I thought I've, defensively we played outstanding, probably the best we've played all year on, on defense because we had a lot of respect for their offense coming into that game and what they're able to do, control the clock, run the football. They're also, you know, good at throwing the ball, very efficient passing team. And uh, our defense just, I mean, really just shut them down. You hold a team under 200 yards, I mean, 178, I believe. And it was incredible the way they played. Um, they kept them on their end of the field basically all night. I mean, very rarely were they even close, um, but attempted one field goal. We blocked that. Yeah. Um, you know, just incredible the way they played. And then, you know, our special teams played as good as we played all year too, in my opinion. I think, you know, just incredible. We, our return game that we had, um, Darrington and, you know, and, and, and Hennigan. And Hennigan. I mean, yeah. both of those guys did some great things in the return game. And then the way we, we punted the football was incredible. We put the ball inside the two-yard line four, three or four times. Um, um, just, you know, just that's, that's how you have a complete win. I mean, you know, and then we were able to run the football, you know, rush for close to 300 yards. And, uh, you know, it was just a, a great night. Ended up hitting a big pass play to Corey for a touchdown there. And, uh, you know, just a, great, a really good solid win, I thought, for our football team, the one that we very needed badly. What did you say to Jacob, if anything, differently as he prepared to, to start that game? Well, I just thought we, we put in a game plan that we, we felt like he could execute. And, um, you, know, you, you know, your first start, you are, you're going to be a little bit nervous when you're getting out there and, and playing. And I thought he had good poise, uh, was calm, good demeanor while he's out there playing and uh, ran our offense well. Um, you know, we, we did we, – we probably ran maybe the, our, our zone read option game better than we have all year maybe. Uh, you know, we had a couple pitches on that. Um, so he did a good job with that. And he had some big, big first downs running the football. Um, of course, we mentioned the pass to Corey that was big. You know, a couple of the interceptions there were really just fluke. One of them was a fluke play, maybe one yeah. of the most fluke plays that maybe I've seen. Um, you know, if we, if we line them up right now and tell them to hit that guy's helmet, you know, it'd be hard to do that. You know, it's about as accurate as you could throw. It's about as right? accurate as you can get. I mean, <laughs> I wish he, well, he wasn't accurate on that play. I mean, that, <laughs> throw it at know, his feet next time. Yeah, or a foot in front or a foot behind. I mean, and, and in the way it bounced right back to him. I mean, like, this is incredible. And, uh, you know, so – and then the other interception was, you know, a little bit behind but, but probably could have been caught by a receiver. So, I mean, I, I, thought, I thought those two were very unfortunate plays. And, uh, but overall, I thought he played well. 
and, uh, you know, really executed, moved the offense. We, so we flipped the script on those guys. We had the ball close to 36 minutes, and, uh, yeah. you know, so we limited their offensive possessions. We were able to run the football, had a ton of carries, 58 carries, I believe. Uh, you know, if you're doing that, you're controlling the game, and it gives you a great chance to win. A couple of stats that, that really stood out from that game. You mentioned time of possession. Coastal was number one in the conference, top five in the nation in time of possession, and App dominated that category, held them to a season low in time of possession. They also led the conference in total first downs. They were averaging, I think, around 23 or 24 That's first right. downs per game, and they had 11 yeah. in that game. I mean, the defense, the ball control, that, that was the perfect recipe for yeah. App State football. Yeah. That's what we were, we're accustomed to seeing. No, no question. We, we really fed off each other. I, <clears throat> I thought that. I thought, you know, with the defense, the way they were smothering those guys. And then, you know, even though we weren't scoring touchdowns or scoring points offensively, we kept the ball. We occupied it. We stayed on our end of the field. You know, then we punt it back to them and be on the one again. You know, and then right. they'd, they'd drive maybe 10 yards or, you know, we get an interception or we get the ball right back. And we just, we just kept the game going on our end of the field. And when you, anytime you can do that, you know, you take it like you can get it. Obviously, we'd love to score a bunch of points. I mean, with a lot of touchdowns and all that. So disappointing, you know, we, when we got in the red zone twice there and turned one over, turned over on downs. We talked about it last week. We we're probably going to go for it on some fourth downs because we, we felt like we needed to, you know, continue to drive, score, right. and, and keep the ball. And, uh, you know, you're not going to get them all. So, and then had the interception there in the red zone. But, uh, you know, other than some red zone offense there, I thought it was overall a very solid game. So, about a solid win. Speaking of red zone offense, take us into really what was the turning point in the game. So, Darrington tries to punch it in from inside the five. Doesn't get in on first look. They go to review. Our thought was they didn't have the right angle That's to right. be able to see whether he got in so they couldn't overturn it. And then all of a sudden – the, the emotions went to another level on the yeah. sideline and in the crowd. The safety, a touchdown on the ensuing offensive possession. Take us into that sequence and how that really changed the game. Yeah, it really, really was big for us. Yeah, you know, we thought it was hard to see the, the offensive play because Jacob had it. And then, then Darrington had it, and he falls into the right. end zone. But the referees, because, you know, they, they couldn't tell. So they actually come over to me, and they say, yeah, we couldn't see anything. And I was like, well, the, well Darrington said the running back has it, and he was in the end zone. Right. And they couldn't tell, and then they were just going to give him the ball. So I had to call timeout and, and, you know, say go to review and look at it. But they didn't have the proper angle on it, couldn't tell. And so we were kind of, you know, felt like we got a, a bum deal right there. But the defense stepped up. Um, you know, great play by our defense to get that safety. I think maybe Jordan got the safety on that. And uh, um, then, we, then we get, they have to punt the ball to us after a safety. Then we, Hennigan gets a great return. We're back right past midfield. And next thing you know, we're scoring a touchdown. So that was a, a big swing of events right there that happened. You know, and the thing that we talked about last week was so what, now what? You know, if anything happens to us, adversity-wise, who cares? Now we're going to do about it. Mm-hmm. And so we had some adversity in that game. I thought our guys did a great job of overcoming, not letting anything bother them, and then come back to the next play. And that's what we were able to do, and that really you know, paid dividends for us by the end of the game. The call not being overturned on Darrington trying to punch it in the end zone, it reminded me so much of New Mexico State last year mm-hmm. when the onside kick got taken away because of a penalty, and it – fired up the crowd, it fired up the team, and then it seemed like you guys were just steamrolling from yeah. there. That had kind of a similar result and, and a similar change in, in the way, just the mood on the sideline, the mood. I mean, the crowd started making – the crowd was loud all night. Oh, the yeah, black right. and gold crowd, yeah. it was a huge turnout. Was. They were loud all night. Man, you listen to the crowd on that safety – my goodness, it was it, the, the energy went to a totally different level on that. Yeah, play. we had an outstanding crowd right behind our bench. The whole thing there yeah. was, was black and gold, and I think it was the largest crowd they've had all year, And um, you know, which credit to our people uh, for coming out and supporting us. And, you know, that, it's funny how football is such an emotional game, and, you know, you, something gets, happens to you that you think you got wronged mm-hmm. in some way. Uh, it just gets us something inside of you, fires you up, and um, you know we fed off of that, and uh, our guys made some great plays, and really in all three phases in order to grab control of that for that game. Twenty-three to seven win over Coastal Carolina on Saturday. The Apps are now bowl eligible for the fourth consecutive season. That's a big deal, and they stay in the hunt for the East Division title with Texas State coming up on Saturday on the road in San Marcos. All right, we've got a lot of questions coming in on Twitter and through our Facebook live stream. We'll get to those after we take our first. Commercial break. Coming up at the bottom of the hour, we'll have Jordan Fair and Jacob Huseman, our player guests. We're at Cafe Portofino tonight for another edition of Mountaineer Talk, and we're back after these messages. 
Get to Babcock Home Furniture and More's pre-Black Friday event and save up to $1,300 off store-wide. Get up to $1,300 off flat mattress sets or up to $1,000 off stylish five-piece bedroom sets. Save up to $800 off sofas and up to $600 off electronics and appliances. Plus, get savings up to $500 on dining room sets. With no credit refused, Badcock makes it easy. Visit Badcock's pre-Black Friday event and save up to $1,300 off items store-wide. Now until November 21st. See store for complete details. Prices valid at all stores, including Palm Beach Division. Look at you, a fearless coach. During the week, you're giving your all at the office to support your team. Then, come the weekend, you're all in, inspiring your kids' athletic team. Well, Blue Cross and Blue Shield of North Carolina is here for you. Use our Blue Connect app to find a doctor or urgent care. Compare costs of procedures and more. Live fearless, North Carolina. Learn more at livefearlessnc.com. This is Mountaineer Talk. Mountaineer Talk on the Appalachian IMG Sports Network. Covering the place you call home takes the strongest network in the area. With Carolina West Wireless, Mountaineers get the most reliable campus coverage available. Coverage that works everywhere else you might someday want to be. Like a football game in Texas. Or a bowl game in Florida. Carolina West Wireless. Go stay connected. Official wireless provider of the Mountaineers. Visit us for $200 off Galaxy S9s and more popular smartphones. Certain restrictions apply. See store for details. Hey you! Yeah you! Hi, I'm Lenny the Lifeguard. I only have a few seconds during this time out to give you a few tips on ways to reduce stormwater pollution. Number one, fix any leaks your vehicle may be dripping on roadways. Number two, pick up after your pets. If they, uh, you know, go while walking, these items can get washed down the storm drain when it rains and end up polluting our lakes and streams. Please remember to hop to it. Protect our water. Because clean water is everyone's responsibility. This message brought to you by Stormwater Mascot, Lenny the Lifeguard. Welcome back to Mountaineer Talk. It's time to hear from the head coach of the Mountaineers, Scott Satterfield. Tonight's interview is presented by Badcock Furniture. Find your style at Badcock. Now, back to Cafe Portofino. Alongside the coach, here's your host, Adam Witten. Thanks for joining us for Mountaineer Talk from Cafe Portofino. We're talking to you on a Wednesday if you're listening to us on radio. We're taping this here on a Tuesday night at Cafe Portofino. Great turnout to support the Mountaineers here in the final month of the season. App State and Texas State, 4 o'clock Eastern, 3 o'clock Central is the kickoff from San Marcos. The Mountaineers back there for the second consecutive season after beating Texas State by a touchdown a year ago in a game that was decided by a single yard. A.J. Howard making a tackle at the one-yard line as time expired for the Mountaineers to get that win early in the season. All right, as promised before the break, we're going to get to your questions now for head coach Scott Satterfield on Twitter, hashtag Mountaineer Talk. We've got some on our Facebook live stream as well. This one's from Tony. He says, what do you do after each game that you win? Do you have something that you do to unwind or, or, or relax or decompress after a win or after any game, really? Yeah, well, I mean, on the road, you know, we're just traveling back. So I think we got, I got back here um, – I think we got back about 3 a.m. roughly. So, I mean, it's really not a whole lot to do. Sleep. Uh, I did go through the McDonald's drive-thru uh, to see if they had any food. They really didn't have anything ready, so I just kept going. <laughs> I was still hungry. I was kind of hungry. Um, but home games, really just uh, just kind of really nothing. I just go home, um, watch TV, watch football games, yeah. and, just, and just try to relax. Uh, really not a whole lot going on, really. I mean, quite honestly, it usually ends up with my wife Beth on the couch asleep by 9 uh, I'm sitting there by myself watching a football game, uh, and I go to bed about midnight after maybe after some games. So after I mean, a little Pac-12 after dark. Yeah, I mean that's that's it. That's what I do. Yeah. It's very boring, actually. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if you're like me. I don't know if you're like me. You probably can't get away with it because a lot more people want to talk to you after a game than want to talk to me. But I, I can't. I don't like talking to people. Yeah, well, I've been talking for six hours right. straight. I'm just like, I just don't want to talk. I don't, it's not that I don't want to talk to you. I just don't want to say anything. Well, I think for, My for, voice is a little worn out. Probably for, for me and probably for a lot of coaches. I mean, you know, it's not it's just the mental strain on a game. I mean, the preparation all week. And then throughout the game, you're thinking of, you know, all the time you're always trying to prepare yourself mentally, what, what's next and all this and that. It's just, 
It is draining, and yeah. I think for me, just to get away and not have to say anything, really, you're exactly right, and just to <laughs> watch some football. I don't care who wins. I'm just relaxing. Yep. Um, but it's hard for me to unwind because you're so wound so tight for the game day that I, can't, I have a hard time going to sleep on Saturday nights, um, you know, whether it be a away game. And, you know, a lot, a lot of guys will be sleeping on the back of the bus coming back uh, to Boone or whatever. I, I've never slept coming back from any game, no matter how long. I just can't sleep. I mean, I just can't unwind. So, um, you know, then finally get to sleep. And then, you know, of course, then you're tired on Sunday. I mean, it just kind of throws you all off. But, yeah. uh, but really just to, just to have some quiet time, really just watching ball. Takes a while for that adrenaline to come back down yeah. after the game. All right, some questions on our Facebook live stream. Thanks to those of you watching us tonight here from Cafe Portofino. Uh, which O-line player has improved the most this season? Oh, man, improved the most. I don't know. I just think the guys have been playing very solid, really, all the guys up front. Um, you know, Neutzel's had a good year uh, for us at left guard. Um, you know, uh, I think probably Cole. I think probably Cole Garrison's probably been the most improved, maybe from last year to this year. Mm-hmm. You know, he's playing a lot of minutes for us now at guard. Um, you know, him and Bear Hunter kind of rotating a little bit up front. But but I think Cole, from a, from a year ago to where he's at now, has probably had the most improvement. He's a hard worker, a very intelligent player. Um, you know, maybe not as fast as maybe some of our linemen, but he makes up for it, which is tough, just toughness and just how hard he works. Um, so I'm really proud of where he's at right now, and uh, he's given us a lot of good minutes, and he'll be a really good player for us as, you know, as he moves forward throughout his career, and he's fun, fun to be around. A lot of players have been recognized on special teams for all of the splash plays yeah. that have been made with that phase of the game. So this question, I like this question on our Facebook live stream. What are the thoughts on Rubino? He sure has been consistent kicking the ball uh, into the corner of the end zone and really affecting, allowing you guys to do the right things in coverage, right? Man, we have, to me, we have so many guys uh, on our special team units that have really stepped up this year. It hasn't been just one. I mean, it's been a lot of guys. You think about some of the guys that have made plays for us. Um, Des Franklin, you know, was down two of those kicks on the one-yard line punts. Um, uh, Saturday, and then you know, but what Rubino's been able to do is he's one of the best kickoff guys in our conference. Um, I think he's got the second most touchbacks out of anybody in the Sun Belt. And where he's placing the ball, we're able to come down and cover. Um, probably kickoff teams, probably the worst stat wise that we have in all of our special teams, but it's because of so many touchbacks they get the ball that's 25 yards they get. It's almost, hurts you know, net. it kind of hurt, hurts, hurts our net. So, um, <laughs> but if that's your worst special team things we're doing, and that's pretty daggone good. I yeah. mean, we're, we're punting the ball very well this year. Our gunners are covering great um, coming down on punt team. Um, you look at how many kicks we've blocked this year. We were on one of the best teams in the country in blocking kicks. We had yeah. another blocked field goal uh, Saturday. We had a – Sperling had a blocked punt Saturday he was credited with. Um, you know, even though it went, you know, went down the field, but he blocked the punt, uh, got a piece of it. Um, you know, we, we just done a really good job, and overall on our special teams, Coach Stu Holt's done a great job leading that up, and uh, and our guys have buy-in. I think the buy-in from your players on special teams. Sometimes you maybe don't. Those guys think, well, I want to play offense or defense. I'm not going. Well, these guys have bought in, and it, man, it's really showing. They've had some great plays on special teams. Well, we, matter of fact, we love watching the special teams because of, of how we think we can change games in the special team aspect of it. It's been great. All right, thank you for your questions on Facebook and on Twitter. We've got a few more we want to get to in some specific Texas State questions, but we're going to save those for our next segment. So we'll take a timeout, come back with more of our show. We've got Jordan Fair and Jacob Huseman coming up at the bottom of the hour with you until 8 o'clock tonight. It's Mountaineer Talk from Cafe Portofino, and our show continues after these messages. For nearly 60 years, Daniel Boone Inn has been serving Boone and the high country delicious family-style meals that take you back to your grandma's table. Whether it's our family-style dinner with our signature fried chicken and country ham biscuits served with traditional southern vegetables or our classic southern breakfast with such favorites as scrambled eggs, local country ham, biscuits and gravy, pancakes, and more, you are sure to feel right at home at the Daniel Boone Inn. So be sure to stop by in pregame, postgame, or let us prepare your next tailgate at The Rock. Favorite thing about my street? It's quiet. Safe. The people. We rely on each other. And we rely on our Touchstone Energy Cooperative. The co-op isn't just about electricity. It's about power. The power of information. Efficiency. Safety. Technology. That's why whenever I have a question about energy, I always call my Touchstone Energy Cooperative first. Because in my community, I am the co-op. And the co-op is me. Go to BlueRidgeEnergy.com slash Powerful Solutions to learn more. This is Mountaineer Talk. Mountaineer Talk on the Appalachian IMG Sports Network. 
This is the Pepsi that's got a date with your taste buds. We're talking a two-step with you and two tacos at 2 a.m. Order number 83. Come on, you're up. This is the Pepsi that has mastered the art of the late-night munchies and is always down to dig into some deep dish. This is the Pepsi for pull boys, pulled pork sliders, and the godfather of all sandwiches, the godfather. This is the Pepsi for those who are forever fun. This is the Pepsi for every generation. Frosty's Choose and Cut Christmas Tree Farm is here to become part of your family's holiday tradition. Whether you need a tabletop or 12-foot tree, Frosty's has the perfect one for your holiday season. After choosing your tree, enjoy complimentary festive hay rides, bonfires, s'mores, and hot chocolate. You can also shop for other holiday gifts in their North Pole Christmas Shop or build your very own personalized wreath. So bring your family to Frosty's Choose and Cut Christmas Tree Farm for an enchanting holiday experience. To learn more, visit GoFrosties.com. You're listening to Mountaineer Talk. Now more with head coach Scott Satterfield, presented by Badcock Furniture. Find your style at Badcock. Back to Cafe Portofino and your host, Adam Whitten. All right, welcome back to the show. We've got one more segment with head coach Scott Satterfield. Then at the bottom of the hour, we'll have our player guest, quarterback Jacob Huseman and linebacker Jordan Fair. We're going to get to some more of your questions now. Thanks to those of you watching us on our Facebook live stream tonight and those that have tweeted in their question from before the show. You're listening to us on a Wednesday night, so the show is not live. We're taping this on a Tuesday with men's basketball playing over at the home center at the same time. App State and Texas State coming up on Saturday, the final road game of the regular season. It will be a 4 o'clock Eastern kick. That's 3 o'clock Central in San Marcos. So, question for head coach Scott Satterfield from both Facebook and Twitter. They're fairly open-ended about Texas State, but this one is, what can we expect to see from Texas State? What are their strengths? Well, I think their strength of their football team is their defense. That's the, one, that's the first thing that stands out when you're looking at their overall body of work for their football team. Uh, defensively, they're an odd front defense, so similar to what we play um, up front with the 3-4. Um, and they're, they're very good in the gap sounds, and they've done a good job of, of slowing down teams. If you look what they did to Georgia Southern, I think Georgia Southern, when they played them, had 212 yards, so they held them in check. Mm-hmm. Uh, they won, you know, Georgia Southern won 15 to 13 by two. The very next week, they hold Monroe to 20 points. They only lose by seven. Uh, you, you saw what, how explosive they can and be. And we know how explosive Monroe can be offensively. And, so, um, and then they've won the last two games. So to me, the last four games, the stretch of ball they've been playing is really good for them. Um, so I would say their defense is the strength of their team. Then probably the next thing they do the best is with Willie Jones, their quarterback. Uh, last week against Georgia State had an outstanding game, uh, over 80% completion percentage. Uh, he can run. He can throw. He can do it all. He extends plays with his legs. He got out of the pocket several times last week and was throwing, throwing some big plays and, um, down the field. And, you know, so I think that's probably the next strength that they have. And then, you know, what they want to try to do is run the football offensively with their quarterback and their running back and then hit you with some of the big plays. So similar to what we do, um, really their, their whole makeup is similar offense and defensively. Where they struggle a little bit in special teams, um, their kickers are, have struggled quite a bit. I think they're 24 for 28 in the PATs. Um, and then they've gotten, I think, maybe six kicks total and blocked, you know, within field goals and or punts. Um, you know, switch kickers. I think they're kicking as freshmen now. So, so they're struggling a little bit in that, that aspect of the game. So hopefully we've got to take advantage of that. Yeah, Everett Withers was asked, the head coach of Texas State, how to fix the problems, and his answer in his press conference was simply just go for two. (laughs) I mean, they they may be down to that with some of the kicking issues they've had. Um, We haven't touched on this yet, but Zach Thomas, how is he doing for Saturday? Yeah, he's doing great. Had a good day today. Uh, Came back Sunday in practice. Um, Of course, we're off on Mondays, but today was a good day to me. He looked fresh. Uh, Legs, his arm uh, was live. Um, You know, he's eager, eager to get back out and and play. You think about it, he's missed – you know, quite a bit of time now. He yeah. played on a Thursday night, then you missed last Saturday. So, you know, over two weeks that he's been out and, um, you know, when we come Saturday. Um, but he'll be ready to go, and uh, we're looking forward to getting him back out. Okay. All right, this question on Twitter, hashtag Mountaineer Talk. What's the game plan to get out ahead of Texas State and avoid a tight game like last season? Yeah, you know, last year, as you think, if you recall back, it was the third game of the year. We go down and play in Texas, and I'm telling you, it was one of the hotter games that we've played yeah. in a while. And, uh you know, over 90 degrees and, and we're at the start of the game. And, you know, by halftime, you know, sun had gone down. It obviously felt a little bit better. But then we had a tight ball game. And uh, 
I thought they did a, a great job of, of mixing up their defense and kind of stymied us um, running the football. And I think we were able to hit a few passes in that game to get us down. Uh, uh, Hennigan had a touchdown. And, uh, and then if you think about it, you know, Ted Lamb is getting ready to go score to go up 14 points. Right. Um, on the one-yard line, and, and we fumble, and they get the ball, and they drove it 98. I mean, 98 yards. I knew they couldn't drive 99, but, <laughs> but they went 98. Um, so that's, that was good enough. And, that is uh, the epitome of bend, but don't break. That's exactly right. <laughs> I remember the last play. They ran a slant, and A.J. Howard tackled them on the one. Yeah. And, uh, and they had to review it after that. And, um, you know, so we won the game. So, you know, we're, you know, you win, you take a win any way you can get it, but we'd certainly like to have it um, a little bit more of a lead as we finish this game up on this Saturday. But we're going to have to do a good job, I think, of mixing it up with the run and pass. We, what we've not done well is throw the football down the field the last, you know, two or three games. So we hit Corey on one deep ball, but that was it last weekend. We've got to try to find some ways to get the passing game going. I think that's just to loosen up the defense because everybody's loading up the box. It makes it hard for us to run the ball. We've still been able to run the football every week, and um, you know, so we've got to be able to do that as well. But, but we'd love to get the ball outside to you know, Corey and Hennigan and Malik and Domo, some of these guys, and Virgil, and let them make some plays out here. Um, you know, and then we also need to learn win the turnover battle. I think what they've done good a job on defense is creating a lot of fumbles. I think I heard today they were third in the country in creating fumbles. That is, cur- yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and so so they've done a good job with that. And we're going to have to create some turnovers, you know, against them. And I think if you can win that turnover battle, uh, that'll give us a, a great head start into trying to get some points early in the game. You know, and I feel like once you get up on them, like like this year when they played uh, Louisiana, Louisiana got up twenty-eight nothing at halftime, mm-hmm. and then they they came back a little bit in the second half. But you're able to get to extend that lead a little bit, and I think that's what we're going to need uh, when we go play them because um, I know they're they're hungry to play us, and uh, there's no question. I mean, they're sitting there uh, winning two games in a row, and now you know won a conference game, looking to try to win two in a row. Texas State, as you mentioned, they have won two in a row. They recovered two fumbles in their win over Georgia State. They've now recovered eleven fumbles, and they do rank third amongst FBS and, and recovered fumbles. And we, we've been commiserating all season long about the inability to recover fumbles. Yeah. At some point, the ball's got to start yeah. bouncing your way, right? It's incredible. <laughs> you know, the, against Coastal, they fumbled a punt. We didn't get it. I mean, it's amazing how many times the ball's been on the ground that we don't get. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, – I, I don't know. We work on it. I mean, it's just – I heard Everett Withers talk about it in his press conference. You know, it's funny. He said because some years – the ball just bounces your way, and you get a lot of turnovers, a lot of fumble recoveries, and some years you don't. I think we've been in a drought for several years. <laughs> I mean, it, it, we're due to – It's going back to like 2015. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. We're, we're due to try to get on some balls. And, um, you know, but if we can continue to create some turnovers by interceptions and, uh, and block kicks and, and those kind of yeah. things, those are just as good. So, you know, we just got to hope, we, hope we, you know, we, we get, get some fumbles and uh, can continue with the turnovers. You touched on Willie Jones, the Texas State quarterback, and, and he's a mobile quarterback. He can definitely beat people with, it, with his legs. And they had a similar quarterback last year. It's not the same one yeah. as this year. And I remember there were issues. There were times when he gave the defense mm-hmm. problems. This year, I was talking about this with somebody at practice. It seems like the defense has, has been really good against mobile quarterbacks this year. How, how is it? How do you try to game plan for a team that has a mobile quarterback and what can sometimes make the difference between whether or not you're successful versus not successful against a mobile quarterback? Well, you know, you have to do a good job of always knowing where he's at as far as the quarterback goes because, you know, even, even when you go in empty, so you think more, more typical teams, when they go empty formation, they'll throw the football. That's probably what most teams do, but you, you can't do that when you're playing a team like this. So what you always have to have is more, one more guy in the box. You know, so you always have to have one more guy around the football in case it is a Q run. They do a really good job with designing quarterback runs um, within their scheme. And so you just have to add one more to the box. Now, when you do that, this makes you a little bit more vulnerable for passes down the field. And, you know, it puts a little bit more pressure on your corners on the outside and, and end or a safety that's going to get back deep because the other safety's got to roll down into the box to stop the run with the Q. If you're playing a quarterback that's not going to run, so now I can take that safety and pull him back. We can have a little bit more coverage in the pass because I don't need as many around the ball up here. Um, so it's just a matter of getting another guy down and around the football, but it, the weakness of the defense at that point is I'm one-on-one out on the outside. So, so those guys got to play good on the outside when we're playing a team that can run with the quarterback. All right, Scott Satterfield joining us here on Mountaineer Talk. App State and Texas State coming up on Saturday. Last road trip of the year. Hard to believe we've arrived at that point. Yeah. Um, I, I, we, we were focusing on this on Saturday. I know you guys weren't because you're getting ready for the game, but ULM beat Georgia Southern, so that knocks them back to one loss. I mean, there's still a path to get yeah. there, but I know that you guys are still trying to remain focused. you still got to take care yeah. of your own business. Well, yeah, I mean, the, the path for us is to, is to win Saturday, right. you know, and then, and then the next Saturday, then the next. I mean, we, 
you know, we have no room for error at this point. You know, you have to win out if you want to have an opportunity. Um, but we also know there's a lot of football left to be played in this league. And, you know, each team has three more games left. And it's kind of like, you know, everybody's playing everybody. I mean, it's, um, you know, you've got to be ready each and every week. And I think, again, I say this every week, I think any of these teams can beat anybody. I, I just think that you throw the records out. I mean, everybody's got players on their team that are good enough to win if the team that's favored turns the ball over or doesn't show up or whatever it may be. That team, could, if they're, they're on, they'll beat you. And, yeah. and so particularly on the road when you go, you get in a hostile environment that's a little bit unfamiliar to you and all those type of things, it makes it a little bit more difficult. Now, we're going back to Texas State for the second year in a row. This is unusual also. Right. You usually don't do this. So we're going to stand in the same hotel. We, we know the locker room. We know what we're going to be doing. Um, and it's going to be a lot cooler this time. I think the high maybe 59. It's going to feel like a Boone October day. No doubt. So we'll love that yeah. uh, compared to 99 or whatever it was last <laughs> year when we played the third game. So, um, so that, that familiarity will be good for our football team. But, you know, we're focused on, on these guys and what we have to do, offense, defense, kicking game to win this game. And we, the rest of the stuff we can't control, so we don't need to worry about it anyway. It's good talking points, but we, we can't control that, so we don't worry about it. Looking forward to it. Yep, thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks for spending some time with yep. us tonight. Scott Satterfield joining us on the program. When we come back, our player guests will join us, Jordan Fair, Jacob Huseman. That's when we return to Cafe Portofino for more of Mountaineer Talk after this. Covering the place you call home takes the strongest network in the area. With Carolina West Wireless, Mountaineers get the most reliable campus coverage available, coverage that works everywhere else you might someday want to be, like a football game in Texas or a bowl game in Florida. Carolina West Wireless. Go stay connected. Official wireless provider of the Mountaineers. Visit us for $200 off Galaxy S9s and more popular smartphones. Certain restrictions apply. See store for details. This is the Pepsi that's got a date with your taste buds. We're talking a two-step with you and two tacos at 2 a.m. Order number 83. Come on, you're up. This is the Pepsi that has mastered the art of the late-night munchies and is always down to dig into some deep dish. This is the Pepsi for pull boys, pulled pork sliders, and the godfather of all sandwiches, the godfather. This is the Pepsi for those who are forever fun. This is the Pepsi for every generation. This is Mountaineer Talk. Mountaineer Talk on the Appalachian IMG Sports Network. Look at you, a fearless coach. During the week, you're giving your all at the office to support your team. Then, come the weekend, you're all in, inspiring your kids' athletic team. Well, Blue Cross and Blue Shield of North Carolina is here for you. Use our Blue Connect app to find a doctor or urgent care. Compare costs of procedures and more. Live fearless, North Carolina. Learn more at livefearlessnc.com. This is Stephen Hartzell, host of the Nissan College Football Blitz. Heard every Saturday from noon until midnight Eastern on TuneIn.com and the TuneIn app. When there's a big play, a momentum change, and if that possible upset is happening, not only will we let you know, you'll hear the scores as they happen live. Catch all of the action as we count you down to the college football playoff. It's the Nissan College Football Blitz. Saturdays, noon until midnight Eastern on the College Sports Now channel on TuneIn.com and the TuneIn app. Welcome back to Mountaineer Talk. We want to hear from you. Tweet us using the hashtag Mountaineer Talk or text 828-351-6878. Now back to Cafe Portofino and your host, Adam Witten. Back to the show. 30 minutes down, 30 minutes to go here on our program tonight. Our thanks to head coach Scott Satterfield for joining us earlier. And now please welcome tonight's player guest. To my far left, quarterback Jacob Huseman. And to my immediate left, linebacker Jordan Fair. Please say hello. <laughs> Fellas, good to see you all tonight. Um, all right, let's start with this. Jacob, uh, I want to hear first, how were the nerves going into Saturday? How are you feeling knowing that this, you were getting ready to make your first start? Um, I'm going to be completely honest with you here. Kind of sounds weird, but I'm more nervous when Zach 
place. What? As weird as that sounds. No, I know. You're going to have to explain that a little bit. Yeah. Um, the, the entire week going in, wasn't nervous. Uh, Saturday came, still wasn't nervous. I don't know. It just kind of felt normal. And I think that's just the way we practice. You know, we're taught to practice as if we're the starter and prepare as if we're the starter. And um, we take that seriously. And I, yeah. I, I don't know. I just wasn't, wasn't nervous at all. I mean, I'm surrounded by great athletes and great players, and I knew the defense was going to do well. And that uh, – our guys, our guys on offense, were going to put it together, and that we'd be fine. So, okay. So, if you're more nervous when Zach starts, how were you during the Georgia Southern game when he started, and then you ended up coming in in the second half of that game? Yeah, that that was more. That's more of what I'm talking about. <laughs> and, and I don't even know what I get nervous from, but seeing him go down, it's like, oh well, now we gotta, now we have to do something, and you know, and um, the game really wasn't going our way. Some things weren't going our way, and you know, we started pointing fingers and just. Um, got down, you know, kind of got in a hole, and it's difficult to climb out when you're down like that. Weather wasn't good, you know, but at the end of the day, we got beat, and that's all That's all we can do. We got to move on and, you know, come back the next week, uh, play Coastal, get a win, which we did, which is good, mm-hmm. um, and get back in the conference play. You got to take it week by week, and that's all we can do. Okay. Jordan, it was uh, not quite the same circumstances, but you came into the Coastal game not having played much in the Georgia Southern game either because of the targeting penalty. Yeah. So describe your emotions after having to wait that long to get back out into the field. Yeah, no, like what Jacob was saying, it was definitely tough now in Statesboro a couple Thursdays ago. But uh, just for that personal moment that I've never experienced before so early in the game and then for uh, the game to turn out the way it did, I was definitely uh, ready to get back on the field. Uh, I guess you could say it was pent up a little bit uh, emotionally yeah. throughout and just ready to get back out there. I mean, uh, I wanted it was so disappointing not to be out there with the guys and playing hard for the team, but to be able to come back and have a great win uh, last Saturday was uh, very rewarding for sure. Let's give uh, Jordan another round of applause too. He is reigning Sunbelt Defensive Player of the Week yes, this sir. week. Led the team in tackles, had three sacks, almost had a fourth, if not for fourth. the quarterback just flinging it up in the air as he's getting tackled. I should have. I'd think about the one I didn't get, not the other three. <laughs> those cu- should have those, You guys think of QB hurries the same way the DBs think of PBUs, right? Yeah. They're, they're missed opportunities. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I just remember that I keep replaying the one in my head I should have had to make four, but, I mean, right. it is what it is. So. I, I want to ask you about uh, a play that I asked Coach Satterfield about, which is the moment that really turned the tide of the game, which is Darrington, we all think he gets into the end zone. Yeah. They don't call it. They go to review. They don't have video evidence. It, it, it makes everybody kind of mad, right? It fires you up. The yeah. sideline, the crowd, everybody. The defense comes out on the field, and before we even get to what happens on the play, tell us what the emotions were like for the defense when you guys knew, all right, we got to go out there now. They're on the one-yard line. What are we going to do here? How are we going to take this fire that's building up inside of us and and put it into use? Yeah, we were definitely frustrated with the whole uh, situation, and – I think we had we had them pinned. Uh, special teams are great. We had them pinned with inside the one two or three times that game, and I think uh, this was a second or third opportunity that we had them within the one. And every time we're in that situation, we're like, all right, we need to get a safety here, turnover, touchdown, stuff like that. So after that play with Darrington, where we're like, we should have scored right there. We need a score right now, and um, we were fired up. They came out in a formation that we knew we knew what they were going to run. Mm. Uh, we had a great adjustment to it, and we were able to jump it and. Uh, we had great uh, – I mean, the video is awesome. Everyone flying to the ball. Oh I mean, that's, that's the best thing about our defense is everyone's fast and plays really hard. So, I mean, that was just a great momentum swing in the game because it's 14-7. I mean, we were playing good, but, I mean, one slip-up, it's 14-14 tie ball game. So, like, we need to give our – One just, ball that bounces off a helmet again yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah, so that, that was frustrating. But, I mean, we just wanted to give our uh, offense some more life, give, give them the ball back, and give us a little bit more breathing room. But uh, – yeah, no, that was definitely one of the best memories from this year so far. Jacob, how did, how did you experience that sequence? First from on offense, thinking that you guys had scored, and then seeing what the defense did immediately after that. Yeah, uh, I was in full belief. Came off the sideline, told Sal, I was like, that's a touchdown. I mean, unless you're blind, that's a touchdown. <laughs> I, I'm serious. I told him exactly that, and sure enough, uh, they don't overturn it. It's not a touchdown, um, and they're right there on the one, and – just to see our defense swarm like that, and they, and they do, and that's, just, that's not just that play. I mean, they do that all the time. That's every day at practice. Uh, we play against them at practice every day, in the, you know, every weekend in the games. Um, and especially to see Jordan do that, someone who I, you know, I'm best friends with, I live with the kid, uh, to see him do that and the rest of the defense, you know, to rally like that and get that safety was huge. I mean, it, it, it was some momentum for us in the game, you know, um, more points, and uh, it, it was just a big deal. Yep. 
Well, knowing how close you guys are now, this could be for a fun remainder of the show. We like to ask a lot of off-field questions to get to know you guys a little bit better. So we're going to take a timeout. When we come back, we've got a lot of questions coming in on Facebook Live and on Twitter. And Noah Hannon said he had something for you guys tonight. So he's, he's, he's sure. plotting back there. I'm sure curious what he's going to bring up to, to ask you guys. It's on Twitter. All right, we'll check it out. Hashtag Mountaineer Talk. All right, we'll get to some more questions for Jacob Huseman and Jordan Fair when we return for more of Mountaineer Talk live from Cafe Portofino right after these messages. Appalachian Mountain Brewery. Come see what everyone's talking about. Open seven days a week so you can enjoy the high country's favorite spot for local award-winning craft beer. AMB has its own food truck, Farm to Flame, serving a brick oven, wood fire pizza, apps, and more. AMB's focus on community, sustainability, and philanthropy shine through in everything it does. AMB is now available in Tennessee, South Carolina, and North Carolina statewide. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at AM Brewery. Remember, always drink responsibly. Cheers. Get to Badcock Home Furniture and More's pre-Black Friday event and save up to $1,300 off store-wide. Get up to $1,300 off flat mattress sets or up to $1,000 off stylish five-piece bedroom sets. Save up to $800 off sofas and up to $600 off electronics and appliances. Plus, get savings up to $500 on dining room sets. With no credit refused, Badcock makes it easy. Visit Badcock's pre-Black Friday event and save up to $1,300 off items store-wide. Now until November 21st. See store for complete details. Prices valid at all stores, including Palm Beach Division. This is Mountaineer Talk. Mountaineer Talk on the Appalachian IMG Sports Network. For nearly 60 years, Daniel Boone Inn has been serving Boone and the high country delicious family-style meals that take you back to your grandma's table. Whether it's our family-style dinner with our signature fried chicken and country ham biscuits served with traditional southern vegetables or our classic southern breakfast with such favorites as scrambled eggs, local country ham, biscuits and gravy, pancakes, and more, you are sure to feel right at home at the Daniel Boone Inn. So be sure to stop by in pregame, postgame, or let us prepare your next tailgate at The Rock. This is the Pepsi that's got a date with your taste buds. We're talking a two-step with you and two tacos at 2 a.m. Order number 83. Come on, you're up. This is the Pepsi that has mastered the art of the late-night munchies and is always down to dig into some deep dish. This is the Pepsi for pull boys, pulled pork sliders, and the godfather of all sandwiches, the godfather. This is the Pepsi for those who are forever fun. This is the Pepsi for every generation. Welcome back to Mountaineer Talk. Be a part of tonight's show by tweeting using the hashtag Mountaineer Talk or text 828-351-6878. Now back to Adam Witten. <laughs> All right, welcome back to the show. We are talking with quarterback Jacob Huseman and linebacker Jordan Fair on the program tonight. We're with you until 8 o'clock. App State and Texas State meeting up on Saturday. All right, as promised, we've got some questions for these guys. Let's go to one first. Hashtag Mountaineer Talk from our starting center, Noah Hannon. This is for Jacob. I have no idea what this means, so I'm just going to throw it out there and see what you want to do with it. Exclusive Orphan, what does that mean to you? Um, I play a lot of video games uh, on Xbox, and um, I got my Xbox years ago. I think I was in fifth or sixth grade. And I ended up changing my gamer tag one time, and I couldn't think of anything, so I chose the randomize button. And when I clicked randomize, when you, when you click it and you accept it, you can't, you can't change it. So I clicked it, and Exclusive Orphan came up, and I was like, okay, and I haven't changed it since. And so I've just I've had that forever, and like I said, I play a lot of video games, a lot of Call of Duty. So, yeah, that's, that's, what, that, that's what that is. Okay. I've got some really interesting comments and questions here on our Facebook oh, live goodness. stream. Uh, I'm guessing a lot of these are inside jokes, but let's see. Uh, this one's... Fairly self-explanatory. Dance-off. Who wins a dance-off between the two of you guys? Hmm. Oh, I'd have to say Jacob, no doubt. I'm not, I'm, not one to, I'm not one to dance. Like, out of all of our friend group, I'm, like, the last person. And whenever we're, like, out together hanging out, they'll hype me up. And like put me on the spot, and I just make a fool of myself because yeah, I can't. I can, I'm too stiff. Jacob, don't let him, don't let him fool some. you. Don't let him fool you. It's a good laugh now. If you need a good laugh, you're calling on Jordan. Can each of you imitate the dance moves of the other? Uh, 
not not really. No, no. Not, you never no. know which one's going to bring to the table. Yeah, and Jacob is too. He's got too much finesse. But I can't. I can't emulate what he does. Can you, all right. Can you show us a go-to of yours? I ha- I have no go-to. I'm not a great dancer either. These are, and this it is depend- it depends on the the beat, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It depends no, on yeah. the situation. Like suggest- if it's yeah, really dark in the room and no one can see, like yeah. But if you put me on the spot and like it's like I'm off, now. I'm freezing. Yeah. We well freshman year uh, during a D League workout one time. Do you remember that we had a workout and like it was kind of like a fun day. It was between every set, we had like a dance off. And it was just 1v1, and actually had it, it was me and Zach, uh, our other roommate, we had to go and dance off against each other, and it was the most, like, awkward, cringe. Like, it was, it was bad, <laughs> was but, crazy. like, everyone had to do it, and it was yeah. just. Marcus yeah. Williams won that. Marcus Williams. You want a good we got dancer? A lot of good Marcus dancers. Marcus Williams. A lot of good dancers. Jalen Virgil, great dancer. Great dancer as well. Got a lot of great dancers okay. on the team, for yeah. sure. All right. Very good. Uh, what's the song that, if it comes on, you guys are automatically going to start gyrating? Mm. What's that song uh, Jermaine did last year that we've listened to every uh Jermaine's? Oh, I couldn't tell you. The Waka Flocka song we listen to before every game. Oh, let's do it? Yeah, oh, let's do it. Oh, let's Jermaine do it. McDaniel. Yeah, so, like, uh, as a freshman, you have to go in front of uh, the whole team during a um, camp. You have to sing a song. Um, and Jermaine is a, ve- he's a great character. I mean, he's... Uh, He's a lot of fun, and he went all out in this song. And ever since then, I think, like, every game day, when that song comes on before the game, everyone goes nuts. Goes everyone nuts. knows all the words. So it, it is a pretty hype song. Yeah, credit to Jermaine for that. Jordan, I'm supposed to ask you your favorite Taylor Swift song. Okay. Yes. Wow. <laughs> Can I ask you uh, ask that? Shane. Ooh, Shane Swisher. Swisher, yeah. I don't know. I like – my sister is a huge Taylor Swift fan, so – I'd have to say, um, I think Bad Blood's pretty good. Bad Blood. Uh, she got it. She got a couple good ones, but honestly, I haven't listened to Taylor Swift in a while. Since like yesterday. No, <laughs> no, nah, maybe. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but it's been a while. She's got a lot of good songs, but original. She got good old school stuff uh, like our stories, our songs, stuff like that. Okay. So. Uh, someone wants to. Someone says you've got a dance move called the floss. Am I showing? Am I showing my? Am I showing my what's lack of youth here by saying the, no, what's no, the no, floss? No, no, no. Oh yes. Yeah, yeah, uh, oh, okay. Move your arms that I thing everyone's be doing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's what it's called. I've seen the dancers. I just don't. Yeah. I didn't know what it yeah, was yeah, called. Yeah. Um, all right. So you guys are roommates, correct? Yes. Yeah. I like asking this question to roommates. What's something that the other one does as a roommate that just annoys you? <laughs> Go first. Uh, like, I can't stand when Jacob consistently does this. Well, Jacob lives – so, in our house, it's the top two rooms, which is Zach and I. Jacob lives in the uh, middle of floor, which is right outside our living room. Okay. And then Caden and Jalen are downstairs. So, Jacob's just in the middle. Um, Jacob, honestly, is a, I mean, he's a great roommate, but I'm trying to think of what uh, pet peeve-wise. I don't know. Is he um, messy? No. None of us are messy, honestly. Our house is fairly clean. I mean, trash builds up and stuff like that. But, um, gosh, I don't know. I'm not, I mean, I'm not – I'm just being honest. Sleep, maybe think. sleepwalks? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, do you have one for Jordan? I do. Okay. I, I do. know what you're going to say. I know what you're going to say. I doubt you know what I doubt you do. Um, this is – and this is before – this is be, this is before we lived in the same house. So this is when we still lived on campus. But um, I used to live right next to Zach and Jordan. Like, okay. we lived right next door when we were in the dorms. And I used to hang out with them all the time. I was really never in my oh, room too I much. I know. Okay, um, yeah. <laughs> when Jordan – and I don't see him do this anymore, right? But when Jordan, when Jordan brushes his teeth, I don't know why he does this. Jordan will brush his teeth at night with one of his legs, his feet up on the sink. <laughs> yeah. And he'll brush his teeth. That's with his leg all the way uh, up I'll, on the sink. I'll defend that. That is so random. I'll yeah. defend that because I'm big on, like, stretching, and, like, I always Goodness. stretch right before I go to bed. Yoga I'm, before bed. I'm, constant, I'm, like, constantly, <laughs> I'm constantly sore. I'm constantly all that. So, yeah, when I'm brushing, I'll just put my foot up and lean into it, stretch out my hip switch flexors. Switch the other one. Yeah, switch the other Strangest side. thing. Two birds with one stone, man. I mean, I want to go to bed, so I got to get both done. But I mean, brushing your teeth really, you know, it yeah. works your muscles. You got to stretch them after it's you're done brushing. brushing for two minutes, one minute each leg. You know, it works out. So, But I know mine for Jacob. All right, let's go. Jacob Huseman, if he is on his cell phone, 
Oh, boy. If he is on his cell phone, we could be talking to him just like this, and he's not answering. So he can literally just be feeding through his phone, and I'll be like, Jacob, like, Jacob, you want to go get something to eat? Like, Jacob, and I literally have to, I'm like, yo, like, talk to me, because he'll just be sitting <laughs> on his phone, and he, it's so funny. But, yeah, that, that's probably my biggest pet peeve when he ignores me on his phone. Either of you, either you have another rebuttal to what the other one said. No. I mean, what, what's your what's your response to the phone thing? No, no, is it accurate? It's true, it's true because I think I think the person who gets on me the most about it is Caden. Uh, we live with Caden too, Caden Smith. Kate Smith, yeah. Um, and he's he's the kind of guy he'll start talking. He's pretty adamant. About he'll be like, oh, you're not paying attention. And then I'll have the, you know I'll I'll stop and I'll be like, what? What'd you say? And he'll be like, no, 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 no. You no, got to repeat yourself. No, 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 no. And then just the... don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you lost your opportunity. Yeah. And he'll just ask somebody else. So yeah. You ever but, run into something when you were looking at your phone? Uh. I'm not gonna lie, I have. I, I honestly have. Not recently, but um, I did. I walked into one all. of these poles in high school like this. Oh, walked right into it. We've all been there. We've all been there. Uh, by the way, go see. You know, I'm sure you see Chris Willis if you, something ever happens to your phone, right? Oh, yeah. He's fixed my phone. Oh yeah, time. has he? Yeah, I got my uh, <laughs> on the old iPhone. You know, the skinny port for the yeah. headphones. I went to go pull my headphones out, and the metal piece got stuck in the port. Like, oh wow. So it thought my headphones were in the whole time, so I couldn't answer calls, but it wasn't connected to my headphones, so I couldn't hear anything, couldn't play music, none of that. Took it to Chris. Chris took my phone for like five, ten minutes, brought it back to me. It was perfectly fine. So. <laughs> you would have been inconsolable, Jacob, if that happened to your phone. <laughs> yeah, I would have been lost. <laughs> All right. Funny. We're visiting with Jordan Fair and Jacob Hughes. We've been having a good time with them. We're going to step aside for a timeout. We've got a few more minutes left with them, so get your questions in on our Facebook live stream. We'll get to as many of them as we can, but we'll step aside for a break, come back with more Mountaineer Talk from Cafe Portofino right after this. Look at you, a fearless coach. During the week, you're giving your all at the office to support your team. Then, come the weekend, you're all in, inspiring your kids' athletic team. Well, Blue Cross and Blue Shield of North Carolina is here for you. Use our Blue Connect app to find a doctor or urgent care. Compare costs of procedures and more. Live fearless, North Carolina. Learn more at livefearlessnc.com. Everyone in my family uses electricity differently. But when it comes to our Touchstone Energy Cooperative, we all think about it the same way. The co-op is power. power. Sure, electricity turns the lights on, but power is the information I get from my co-op about efficiency, safety, technology. And I trust the co-op because we, we are, are the, the co-op. co-op. They're our neighbors. Our friends. Our home. Go to BlueRidgeEnergy.com slash Powerful Solutions to learn more. This is Mountaineer Talk. Mountaineer Talk on the Appalachian IMG Sports Network. Frosty's Choose and Cut Christmas Tree Farm is here to become part of your family's holiday tradition. Whether you need a tabletop or 12-foot tree, Frosty's has the perfect one for your holiday season. After choosing your tree, enjoy complimentary festive hay rides, bonfires, s'mores, and hot chocolate. You can also shop for other holiday gifts in their North Pole Christmas shop or build your very own personalized wreath. So bring your family to Frosty's Choose and Cut Christmas Tree Farm for an enchanting holiday experience. To learn more, visit GoFrosties.com. For up-to-date breaking news on the Appalachian State Mountaineers, there's no better source than AppStateSports.com, the official website of Appalachian State Athletics. AppStateSports.com provides detailed content and results on all Appalachian sports teams. With innovative photos, live game and coaches show broadcast, and in-depth interviews about the Appalachian State Mountaineers. AppStateSports.com is your complete online source for sports news when you just have to know. Go to the source. Go to AppStateSports.com. Welcome back to Mountaineer Talk. We want to hear from you. Tweet us using the hashtag Mountaineer Talk or text 828-351-6878. Now back to Cafe Portofino and your host, Adam Witten. Man, we could go on for another hour on this show with Jacob Huseman and Jordan Fair. Really enjoying getting to know these guys a little bit. Linebacker and quarterback for your App State Mountaineers. App State and Texas State coming up Saturday, 4 o'clock Eastern, 3 o'clock Central is the kickoff between the Mountaineers and the Bobcats. All right, uh, a few more questions I want to get to for you guys as quickly as we can because we've only got about three more minutes left in the show. 
Toughest stadium to play in the Sun Belt. What's been the, the coolest atmosphere mm. on the road that you've seen? And, and we'll say toughest environment because we've seen some cool road atmospheres with a lot of black and gold fans, mm-hmm. in particularly last Saturday. Yeah. But what's been the toughest place to play so far in the conference? I say so far this year, probably Southern. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that was a primetime game, ESPNU, uh, huge rivalry. So, I mean, um, I'm happy it was the way uh, it was like that, that it was a very live atmosphere for sure. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Not that it's necessarily tough to play in. I mean, if you if you don't pay attention to all the outside noise and you just play within your team. Yeah. But as far as, like, energy, the, the energy of the yeah. stadium, got to be Georgia Southern. Yep, that rivalry is is hopefully back to, to where it's been in the past with both teams being at the, toward the top of the league. And great atmospheres regardless of where the game is played. Yeah, exactly. All right, question for Jordan. Uh, someone wants to know what shoe size you are. Uh, 15. 15? Yeah. By comparison, what are you, Jacob? 12 and a half. Nothing special. <laughs> I like that you throw the half in there, too. But, like, my uh, – so I got, like, super, like, flat. Big. My feet have been 15 since I've been, like, 14, 15 years old. So, like, my feet grew, like, ridiculously fast when I was young. And I was so – my freshman year, and even my sophomore year of high school, I was like 6'1", 175, middle linebacker with fifth – so I was so clumsy. I was so like <laughs> – felt it's like a puppy with huge paws. Like that's literally – like my feet were have been so big for so long, and then I finally kind of grew into them. Um, but, yeah, no, 15. Okay. Uh, for both of you guys – question about some of your favorite memories so far maybe the the traditions you like here at app state what are some of the things that stick out to each of you uh i mean we me and jacob have a ton of memories on and off the field together um on the field wise i probably i mean i mean we're two for two i mean two sunbelt championships two bowl game championships uh trying to go three for three um but i mean we've had a lot of great memories through the bowl game, uh, all the team going out together and then having uh, two solid wins and then just being able to uh, go through what we go through uh, together and then seeing it, uh, all the hard work and stuff, uh, reap the harvest at the end of the year is awesome. Yeah, I would say I would say one of my favorite things about tradition here is, um, and I don't know how long we've been doing this for, but is uh, letting the fans come on the field. Yeah. After the first and last game. I think that's cool. I mean, every, they, they come out every week, you know, for home games at least. And uh, even for road games, we travel very well. And they, and they show out. And I think that's just uh, a very appreciative way to let them, you know, come down, take pictures, talk with us. I think that's really cool. And then uh, as for on and off the field stuff, I, I think just from being from Florida, um, I think just overall meeting these guys, making all new friends, and getting as close as we've become uh, – you just made a lot of really good memories, and I wouldn't trade it for the world. Really quick, because we only have a few seconds, but since you are from Florida, you're not from far away in Charlotte, Jordan, oh. but biggest biggest culture shock going from Florida to up here? The people. Yeah. It's very, very different. and everybody, In a good way. Yeah. and it, it, No, and it's not even in a bad way. They're just very different from, from the lifestyle I live and, the, the, I mean, even from the way people dress, the way people do, like, just do certain things. Just it, It's just different, and people yeah. think I'm different. People tell me, like, you dress different. You do things differently. And yeah. it, I mean, it makes sense, but it's just the people. Are you Very used, nice. Are you used to the cold? Uh, no. No. <laughs> and, I mean, I like it at first, and I like when it snows some, but once it gets that just dreary drag, so drag cold, through so February, so. raining, cold, oh, I can't stand it. Yeah. Well, yeah. we enjoyed getting to know you guys a little bit tonight. Thanks for stopping yeah, by. Thank you. Congrats thank you. on the win Saturday. Thank Both you. of you guys are tremendous. And we'll see you again this weekend. Thank Appreciate you. it. Man. Jacob Huseman, Jordan Fair, joining Thanks us on the program. We'll wrap it up after this. This is the Pepsi that's got a date with your taste buds. We're talking a two-step with you and two tacos at 2 a.m. Order number 83. Come on, you're up. This is the Pepsi that has mastered the art of the late-night munchies and is always down to dig into some deep dish. This is the Pepsi for pull boys, pulled pork sliders, and the godfather of all sandwiches, the godfather. This is the Pepsi for those who are forever fun. This is the Pepsi for every generation. Covering the place you call home takes the strongest network in the area. With Carolina West Wireless, Mountaineers get the most reliable campus coverage available. Coverage that works everywhere else you might someday want to be. Like a football game in Texas. Or a bowl game in Florida. Carolina West Wireless. Go stay connected. Official wireless provider of the Mountaineers. Visit us for $200 off Galaxy S9s and more popular smartphones. Certain restrictions apply. See store for details. This is Mountaineer Talk. Mountaineer Talk on the Appalachian IMG Sports Network. 
Pesco Toyota Lift, Western North Carolina's authorized Toyota forklift distributor, has served the Mountaineer Nation since 1979. Pesco Toyota Lift sells and services Toyota forklifts, America's number one selling forklift with over 400 rental units. Our new capacity trailer jockey line and JLG aerial equipment available. Pesco Toyota Lift can also go to work for you quickly, efficiently, and dependably. Put the experience of the Pesco team to work for you. We will lower your operating cost and keep your business operating 24-7. With custom Toyota lease plans, why not give your business that big lift today? Visit us at VescoForklifts.com. You couldn't miss that wedding, birthday party, or whatever event you felt obligated to attend. So, you missed the game. And more importantly, the game program. Not to worry. IMGproducts.net has got you covered with official programs and yearbooks from many of the nation's top schools, plus conference and NCAA championships. Visit IMGproducts.net to browse the hundreds of publications available. IMGproducts.net. We've got you covered. All right, one final time, App State and Texas State on Saturday, 4 o'clock Eastern. Our coverage begins at 2. Thank you so much for joining us tonight for Mountaineer Talk. We'll see you right back here next Tuesday at Cafe Portofino. Good night, everyone. You've been listening to Mountaineer Talk on the Appalachian IMG Sports Network. Tonight's show has been brought to you by Badcock Furniture. Find your style at Badcock and buy Pepsi. Grab a Pepsi and some friends and get in the game. Pepsi, official soft drink of your App State Mountaineers. Mountaineer Talk is a presentation of IMG, America's home for college sports.